Welcome, friend, to another episode of Joyful Recovery in Christ, a podcast dedicated to Christians in recovery. While we use the traditional 12 steps as a guide, we clearly define Jesus Christ as our higher power. In fact, the highest power. And we base our recovery on a vibrant faith in Jesus. I'm your host, Pastor Jim. Today, we begin our month-long discussion of the sixth step, which reads, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. The question that we might ask ourselves along with this step is, quote, why wouldn't we be entirely ready for God to remove all our defects of character? Would anyone in their right mind want to retain these defects we've accumulated? Close quote. In the helpful recovery book from Thomas Nelson Publishers titled Serenity, we read these words about the sixth step. A major question that arises is, are we genuinely ready to ask God to remove all our addictions and dependencies, even the ones we cling to so tenaciously? Close quote. In other words, Alcohol may have caused a great deal of pain for you, but there still may be some denial regarding overeating or maybe codependency. We can imagine a toddler, for example, who may jump into the pool wearing only one water wing instead of two, but may still resist the jump without wearing any water wings at all. In the same way, we may be willing to jettison one of our dependencies, but we may want to hold on to one or two others just to be on the safe side. The Bible addresses this point with clarity in Romans chapter 6, where we read these words, quote, Likewise, you also reckon yourselves to be dead indeed to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body, that you should obey it in its lusts. Close quote. In other words, don't let sin control the way you live, and don't give in to your sinful desires. Paul also addresses this in his letter to the Ephesian church, and writes these words, quote, Put off concerning your former conduct, the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lusts and be renewed in the spirit, end of quote. But many times when we've tried to act on our character defects, we failed miserably. And so now we deal with that understandable fear because our track record of failure is just so dismal when it comes to our efforts to change. And so, when we read Paul's directive to throw off our old sinful nature and our former way of life, we wonder why in the world we should expect it to work this time. Well, here's why. Paul is instructing us to, instead, let the Holy Spirit renew our thoughts and attitudes. Knowing good and well that we're incapable of making these changes on our own. 
In fact, even the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous knows we can't do this thing alone. Listen to these words from that section called How It Works. Quote, Remember, we deal with alcohol. Cunning, baffling, powerful. Without help, it is too much for us. But there is one who has all power. That one is God. May you find him now. Half measures availed us nothing. We stood at the turning point and asked his protection and care with complete abandon. End of quote. But we may also need to examine our view of sin, as well as how God views it in his word. Because sometimes we think that as humans, we're just compelled to sin. We just can't help ourselves. And there's not much that we can do to change our situation. In other words, do we have the capacity to not sin? Well, of course we do. We have God, the Holy Spirit, living in us. And the Holy Spirit will empower us to say no to sin with this qualifier. Resisting sin means that we trust in God alone. In the exceptional book titled 12-Step Christianity, the author Saul Selby writes these words, quote, we allow God to meet all our needs, and we let go of the sinful behaviors that have provided us with a false sense of power and security. End of quote. The Bible teaches that same lesson in the letter to the Hebrews, where we're told this, quote, Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who, for the joy set before him, endured the cross, scorning its shame. The sense of this verse is simply that our focus in life is best when we fix our primary attention on Jesus and on the things of faith. This Greek word that is translated fix really means to pay attention to something at the exclusion of everything else. It's kind of like when we're reading a good book or watching a really good movie that we're really into. We fix our attention on that, and we kind of don't know what's going on around us. It's the same way. We fix our eyes on Jesus and on the things of faith. It's best to do it that way because when we're doing that, we won't be focusing on those character defects, on our addictions, our dependencies, the very things that drag us into the muck and the mire time after time after time. Friend, we can resist sin. The Apostle James writes this about resisting sin. He writes, quote, submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Come near to God and he will come near to you. End of quote. 
Instead of submitting ourselves to our addictions, we submit ourselves to God. Instead of submitting ourselves to sin, we resist it in the power of the Holy Spirit who resides in us. Instead of coming near to our dependencies, we come near to God, knowing that God promises to come near to us. Well, friend, that's all for today. Next time, we'll continue our discussion of this step six. And please mark your calendar for the coming uh, meeting of the Christian Recovery Group this Sunday at 3 p.m. We're going to be meeting in person at the Traverse City Alano Club, located at 3055 Cass Road, just south of South Airport Road. And so until next time, this is your host, Pastor Jim, wishing you God's blessings.